Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the second edition of the Business End Podcast. I'm your host, Lawrence Stanley, and alongside me, we're unchanged once again for the second episode. To my right, I have Matt Daly. To my left, I have Liam Hale. And opposite me, I have Jake Alvarez. And to the right of him is Rowan Lee. And uh, yeah, we're good to go. We're ready to go for the second one. 47 minutes more experienced than we were last time. And uh, yeah, we're just going to continue talking about sport once again, because that's all we can do. That's all we know. So um, yeah, let's just do that. And I thought we might as well start, gentlemen. Oh yeah, by the way, Drake's with us as well. Um, we, we haven't <laughs> forgot about him, we promise. You know, Still we will... locked in the, <laughs> the room. Yeah. We will get him in here, we promise. Um, so yeah, I thought we'd just start once again, fellas, by talking about the matches that we previewed on Friday. Uh, Manchester United against Arsenal, Liverpool, West Ham, Aston Villa, Southampton, Leeds against Leicester. And um, yeah, I suppose we might as well start with the the big game of the weekend, even though it wasn't the best what, one. Villa, Southampton first? Or? <laughs> no, I mean, I've got, I've got Man United Arsenal written down here. Right. So, you know, we'll start with that. Big <laughs> well, it certainly wasn't a good result for your lot, Liam. Let's put it that way. It wasn't. And it wasn't a great game, was it? It was absolutely... Further evidence that this fixture is not the same as it used no. to be. Oh, it was absolutely diabolical. Absolutely shocking. I mean, 1-0 for Arsenal. Can we give Arsenal some credit, though? I thought they were brilliant. I mean, Aubameyang was good. I, thought, I just thought Arsenal was a team. Like, they did what... Like going to Old Trafford, like going, it's, it's. I know it's more a bit of a cliche, but it's still not an easy place to go to, is it? Despite your what Old like, Trafford, where United haven't won all season. Yeah, that's a scary place to come. No, if you <laughs> if you put it back to last season, if you go last twelve months, your home record is still pretty good. I mean, you did also beat Leipzig five nil four years earlier, so. Yeah, but it's Leipzig and Arsenal are two different sides. Yeah, Leipzig are much better. Are they? Yes. Yeah, I'd yeah. say that. I'd say they are. Yeah. I mean, Leipzig's fifty goal a season strikers now at Chelsea. Arsenal still got theirs, and he just signed a new contract and scored on the weekend. I mean, but no. I'm, 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 I'm pretty sure three days ago we were all saying that Aubameyang hasn't scored since his new contract, mm. and his only goal was against Fulham, who I'm pretty sure I could score. <laughs> Leipzig. I mean, they won. Le- Leipzig, Leipzig are in the Champions League though. Yeah. Arsenal aren't. Yeah, because it's harder. It's they easier got to, to, it's they easier. beat Atletico Madrid without Werner last season. But it's easier to get mm. in the Champions League places in the Bundesliga than it is for Arsenal in the Premier League. Oh, no. I just want to give... Anyway, yeah, we, I, th- I, th- hmm. I think we should get... I, th- yeah. I think we just need to give Arsenal a bit of credit. Really. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you make excuses as, as much as Manchester mind. United were poor, <laughs> I think um, we've got to give Arsenal a bit more. Yeah, Moel Nenny, like, how well did he play? Do like, you know yeah. who really impressed me was Thomas Partey. He was yeah. incredible. He, mm. had, he had an amazing game. Should he be man of the match? Uh, I wouldn't say man no, of I the think, match. I think El Nani deserves to be man. Of the, I don't. I don't know if he was, but for me, he's my man of the match. It's amazing that he's yeah. come back from a year at Besiktas. Was it last season? Yeah, I think so. And, yeah. now, and now he's a starter for Arsenal. Yeah. I mean, Partey, instead of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Partey against United had most the most touches, most duels won, most ball recoveries, most take-ons completed, and the second most tackles made. What more do you want from a midfielder? Most uh, tackles not, made. Maybe score a few goals. But not it's not really his job, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> what 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 did you think of Pogba's performance? Um, I'm I was f- absolutely fuming at the end of the game, but when he came out and spoke to the press, he said he holds his hands up, and he blamed it down to tiredness. That was the reason. I mean that that that's shocking. That really. I mean, from what was it? Fireworks night? Where was the reason? <laughs> that is. <laughs> that's, that's, 
you're a Premier League footballer, a midfielder, box to box, and you're tired 70 minutes in. That's... Can, I, can I play devil's advocate a bit? Like, he had, he had just recovered from COVID-19. So has Ronaldo, he scored two. Yeah, that's well, true. Ronaldo is a much better player than Paul Pogba. I mean, yeah, but Ronaldo, Pogba hasn't just re- recovered. Like, Ronaldo has just recovered. He bangs two in. Mm. I think Pogba, Pogba gets a lot of, you know, bad press, to be fair. Um... I think but, a lot of that uh, bad press is undeserved for me. Like, I think because of the fanfare around him signing for ninety million, winning the World Cup, I think people expect a bit too much from him. I think he needs help from his teammates a bit more than he gets. What do you mean expect too much from him? The guy costs ninety million. I know that's 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 my thing. He's, like, he's, he's only sh- had one game which he's grabbed it by the balls, and that was and against City. That was against City, and they. And when he does it, they're mm. good. Like, can you seriously tell me five games? Like, give me five games where Pogba was the best player on the pitch. France, France in the World for Cup. Manche- for, Manche- France, for, exactly, for Manchester yeah. United. For United. Is that, down to, is that more down to the system he's playing in, though, than but the, Paul Pogba? But the guy done? costs 90 million, and it's also manager's yeah, is it job. Is it his fault me. that he costs 90 million, though? But it's his, is it, ju- it's his, it's his fault well, that he's not it, yeah, playing good enough. But it's, it's, it's like Matt said the other week. Um, it, you know. Paul Pogba's playing with like Scott McTominay, for example, um, for Man United. But then for France, he's playing with Kante. You know, I mean, like two completely different players on different levels as well. Kante's world class. Scott McTominay is, Scott McTominay. in my opinion, think... average. To be honest with you, I don't think he's that great. But but then he's you a good player, have... but he's not he's not world class. You do, you do need to take the role of I am going to play today. I'm going to play very well. Yeah. In the in Pogba's sense, you can't just have game by game going by past him and saying, you know what, he's not million. He did all right, but he need, he needs to be having the performances that he does for France. Yeah. Like ninety million is a lot of money. You should be playing well with ninety million. For me, for for both parties, I think he has to go next summer. Most That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. Yeah. Most of all, he needs to be the standout midfielder because last season United fans were saying, oh, McTominay's excellent, Fred's yeah. good. Yeah. Hang on a sec, you've got a ninety million pound. He was in the team of the season. Sorry, team yeah. FIFA team of the year. What five years ago? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Like and I mean, this team. is this is going to boost Jake's ego. But Jack Grealish has got what John McGinn and Conor Houlihan alongside him, and he looks like one of the best players in the league. Yeah. And they're they're not as good as Scott McTominay or Bruno Fernandez. So why no. isn't Pogba doing it? But yeah. I mean, go, going back to the the Arsenal game though, the other day. I mean, looking at the stats, Manchester United fifty three percent possession, Arsenal forty seven. Attempts, Man United eight, Arsenal seven, and then both teams had two shots on target. I mean, that is like an incredibly close game, really. Man United, I mean, it, yes, they, you know, they're over Arsenal in possession, but they didn't really do a lot with it. Yeah, and that's the thing. If you like, look like at threat-wise, they're not, you know, they're not really. They but didn't really didn't really pose much of a threat, really. But as a United fan, I'm sick of. Clubs coming to Old Trafford, which, when in the Ferguson era, was you wouldn't come to Old Trafford and win. You'd be lucky to come there. Now we got teams like Brighton coming to Old Trafford and absolutely steamrolling us. Like that shouldn't be happening. Well, if you look at yeah, well, if you look at Palace, what your first game of the season, I think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like that hard toy tore you apart. Yeah, and that shouldn't be happening at Old Won Trafford. Won last season as well, Palace, didn't they? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Van Aanholt winner. So you yeah. can't even say it's just because we've got no fans because they did it last season. Old Trafford's. Not the place. Like as a Villa fan, okay, Villa aren't as good as say Liverpool. Yeah. But as a Villa fan, do you really fear going away at Old Trafford as much as you would have ten years ago? No. I'd exactly. Say, I'd, I'd say we could could easily get a point against 
Exactly. I mean, we did last season when we were dreadful. They're certainly not the team they used to be, Man United, are they? No, and it's, I'm not saying it's, it's down to Arley because it's not. It's upstairs. Well, as much as I would love to keep talking about this, we can talk about Man United's problems <laughs> another day. Because we must move on. We're, we're going to do this quick fire, these reviews. Um, oh. And we are going to move on next to Liverpool against West Ham. Which was a, it, it was an interesting one. I'll, I'll, I'll come to you, Rowan, being the Liverpool yeah. fan. Um, certainly weren't at their best, but mm. got over the line. Managed to get over the line again. Um, I think uh, Nat Phillips coming in at the back was. Yeah. I think he played a brilliant performance. To be honest with you. Yeah, um, Matt mentioned him last last week. Yeah, Matt. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, I, I, to be honest with you, I didn't actually expect him to play. I didn't think he would play today. Uh, uh, against West Ham, um, I thought Williams would play, but uh, but yeah, I was very impressed with uh, with his um, with his performance. I thought he was brilliant. Um, again, uh, Diego Jota coming on for Firmino, um, brilliant, brilliant player. Should he start? See, I I I, th- I think he should. I mean, Jota's scored three goals in five Premier League appearances this season, whereas Firmino has scored one. In seven it's Premier League appearances. Tyrone Mings has more goals than Firmino. Uh, well, exactly that. So, in my opinion, as a fan, I would at, the, at this moment in time, going on form, I would definitely start Diego Jota over Firmino. But then I feel like if you started Jota instead of Firmino, okay, Firmino doesn't get the goals, but I feel like he is the main guy of that front three. Like he's the one who puts all the, all of it together for Mane and Salah. And if, I feel like if you took Firmino away from that. There wouldn't be as many goals no, for the other uh, team. If you're saying that last season, I'd agree with you. But this season, I don't yeah, even think he, he, he hasn't, hasn't been. been he hasn't he's, been great he's not this been season. Not that good. But you saw at West Ham, they had a five-four-one. They had the two centre midfielders just shielding Firmino. The balls weren't going into him, and he was having to drop so deep onto the halfway line sometimes just to get the ball. Mm. Obviously, he's not had the same effect as he had. I mean, the miss against Mitchelland. Just shows how out of form he is in front yeah. of the goal. Yeah, it's true. But then again, when you have at least two people on you at all times, is compared to let's just be honest, when Liverpool were free flowing, and he was scoring twenty goals in that season, uh, it wasn't. It was counter attack football. Now Liverpool have just got the ball all the time. Yeah, it's much harder for him. Yeah. Well, I mean, Firmino's been subbed off six times in the Premier League yeah. this season, though. <laughs> so that that I mean, what what does that tell you? Jürgen Klopp. He's being nullified. I, yeah. I feel like you need a different option, and Hutter is that option. Like, just to run in behind at times. Just to kind of stretch yeah. defence. Yeah, he but, does give a different dimension, really. Well, I think that's why Minamino hasn't been excellent as well, because Klopp likes him in the same role as Firmino. Mm. But with, I think teams know that if you can get that false nine covered, you are taking away quite a, long, quite a big part of Liverpool's attack, because Curtis Jones, who played against West Ham, yeah. Henderson... They're not going to be finding those perfect passes, mm. and the player that did at the end was Shakiri, who came off the bench, and he's another. Yeah, brilliant. Mm. Yeah, Shakiri, Shakiri played well. Yeah. Um, I feel like we have to talk about Mo Salah, and obviously once again his yeah. his, uh, his antics. Antics a bit. Yeah. Antics mm. in quotations. You know, do, do we do we all think it was a penalty? Yeah, he's been yeah. kicked. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, I'm, David Moyes seemed very. Yeah, but upset David Moyes about is it. David Moyes. I watched. I watched the highlights again. <laughs> yeah before we started this and I'm still thinking it's a clear penalty like that's yeah, what I, I do think it's a pen the, guy, do... the guy's got his back 
to the player. He turns him mm. and goes down. It's a penalty. What Masawaki was doing, I have no idea. He's trying to clear. He's he's not trying to clear the ball. He's just trying to clear Salah out of the way. But we're going to yeah. come on to this later. But there's a clear difference between what Ailing did, which is no contact at all, and then what Salah did, where there is contact. Yeah, I mean Salah. Yeah, I mean it, it was a penalty. To be honest with you, right, I, yeah. I, I can't understand anyone who sa- who says it's not a penalty because yeah. the law states you know if you kick an opponent, foul him in the area, it's a penalty, and that's what Masawaku yeah. did. He kicked Salah in the back of the leg, back back of the feet. He goes down. Yes, you could argue he goes down. It, it it could be a soft penalty, but it's still a penalty. A penalty is a penalty at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean there's a there's a difference between. Going down, like Jake said, there's a difference between going down in the box with no contact and going down in the box with minimum contact. Uh, mm. Any player, and I, I can speak for this as a guy who plays football, if I'm in the box and you clip me, I'm going to go down. You're down, yeah. yeah. That's just how it is. Would it would Salah have got the penalty if he didn't go down there? No, no, that's no the but refs, yeah. refs look for the player to go down, don't they? Yeah. Because a ref doesn't want to look like a fool and make a mistake. I think, yeah. did Alan Shearer say this in match of the day? Like, we need to have fouls given with players staying on the feet that's yeah. the, that's the only way he's changing it yeah but then again it just sort of looks wrong <laughs> but then if if Salah did go mm-hmm. down and didn't get the penalty would he have dived would that have been a dive yeah well it's certainly debatable it's so debatable we, we have this debate every year don't we yeah. players like every down. week really. in, in, my, yeah. in my opinion if there's a foul in the box no matter what it is it's got to be a penalty if yeah. it was, you've got to think if it was outside the box it would have been a free kick so if it's inside the box it has to be a penalty it's as simple as that mm. uh, just a quick word on West Ham before we move on uh, well they play pretty things, well things yeah, are going alright over there Four Niles is really impressive he's playing really well they're, they're yeah. going to struggle without Antonio because if Halle can't get the better of Nat Phillips I thought he was poor Halle was, was was shocking to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, I, they had chances to to even score two or three. Yeah, but he he didn't even attempt to go for the ball half the time. No. You know, like I mean, like like you said, Nat Phillips just bossed him around. I mean, you know, I thought it was just bewildering. To be fair, yeah. um, I think West Ham will have a good season. Then they'll be mid table. West Ham. Yeah. I feel like West Ham's problem is in midfield. I mean, they created four chances all game. Hmm. Like, how do you expect to stay up with only four chances? Well, who did they bring off the bench? They brought off. They bring on Lanzini and Ben Rama. I think so. Yeah, well, Ben two... Rama would fix that, wouldn't he? But if you have Ben Rama in your team, two... you create chances, aren't you? I mean, yeah. and, and Yamalenko. They loaned out Felipe Anderson, who's mm. a very creative player. I, that yeah. was that was a, absolutely. I was bemused by that. He yeah, was, he's I arguably know. their best player. Well, they loaned him out so they can bring in Ben Rama, didn't they? Yeah, but I I reckon. They didn't loan out Felipe Anderson. They wouldn't have. Been able to afford the wage of Ben Rama. But Fleet Anderson's better than Ben Rama. Like, there's Yarmolenko, I feel like, would have got. Well, been a better two, two, three, again, two, three years ago, would have agreed with you, but not, not last season. No, he was poor last season, but he's. I, I still think he's a better player. I mean, you've got Snodgrass somewhere in the team. Yeah. Just get rid of him. Yeah. Oh, I. No Snodgrass standard, please. <laughs> well, quality lad. That moves us nicely <laughs> on to uh, Snodgrass's former club, Aston Villa who lost 4-3 against Southampton. I think we should um, give the floor to Jake for this one. <laughs> I mean, it, it was, was it a classic, though? I mean, it's I know it's seven goals, but it it's it looks good, but two of Villa's goals were scored in stoppage time, and like, how much should we read into that? I know you want to talk about the expected goals, Jake. I mean, 2.45 for Villa, one for Southampton. I mean, I'm going to be honest, I don't fully understand it, but all I see is that Southampton 
absolutely whacked them in the first half and then Villa just left it too late to come back. There was three love at half time. They were, but two of those goals were world class free kicks. But you shouldn't he shouldn't have been fouled so near for the free kicks to happen. Yeah, he was na- he was naive, I'll give I'll give you that. I think one one of the sorry, um I think one of the free kicks though, I think was the second free kick. Um, Matty, Matty Cash, Cash. Silly handball. I mean, what is See, he? What, impression. What's he thinking? Yeah. Lifting yeah. his arm up like that, and it just See, smacks that... him on the hand. And it's just a. Well, know, if he doesn't do that, Walcott's clean for on goal and probably scores anyway. In, to so, be fair to Matty Cash. Are you thinking yeah, Walcott's but... going to finish a chance? <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason he's left Arsenal, got Everton, and now Southampton. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but um, <laughs> as a United fan, I feel like I'm the king of picking out defensive mistakes. So <laughs> Matty Cash shouldn't have been handling the ball there in the first place. No. And yeah, for true. their first goal, why do you have John McGinn? He's about five foot five, marking Jan Vestergaard. He's what six foot five, six but foot six. Doesn't Dean Smith yeah. like zone all the stuff man to man? That that's where the issue comes in. Like you can't, you obviously can't blame John McGinn. He's been tasked with being next to Vestergaard. There's no way he's going to win a header against him. Mm. I think zonal marking a lot said about it. I feel like there is. Good things you can say about Persona marking. You got, I mean, you're covering space, aren't you? If, it, yeah, if the ball goes into a wet area, you got a player there. You, you clear it. But when a when you got a set piece taker as good as James Ward Prowse on the pitch for the opposition, I feel like you have to switch up and just go man to man. I will say with Zona marking though, wasn't it what three four years ago? Liverpool were conceding a goal from a corner every single match because of Zona marking. I, I I don't like Zona marking. Since they stopped Zona marking, yes, obviously they. This season they haven't been the best in the back, but they don't concede that much from set plays anymore. Yeah, I'd I'd rather Villa have man to man defend on set plays. I mean, well, if it wasn't from if it wasn't for his own marking, you wouldn't be having a five foot five man on a six foot seven. Yeah, but like Vestergaard. Yeah. Who's Villa's defensive yeah. coach? John Terry. John Terry. If the yeah. greatest defender in Premier League history would say to Dean Smith, "Listen, zonal marking's not really working. Here. Let's maybe try man to man." Yeah. Are you are you getting concerned at all? Should should Villa fans be concerned? You are sliding mm-hmm. down the table. Well, considering we're second, like it's sort of bound to happen, wasn't it? <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, for me, yeah, we shouldn't. You shouldn't be worried at this day. If we lose our next three, then yeah, be worried. I, but... I, I would, uh, I would be worried after the game the other day. I mean, Villa had nineteen attempts on goal. Southampton had nine. And I, Villa... I that's you can swear you can swing that into a positive thing for Villa, there, can you? Like we're creating chances, but we I, scored I, three goals. I mean, after Southampton mm. went four 0 up, the game. Obviously, the game's change of the game. Um, yeah. do, do they? Do they? Re- okay, okay. But well, IU scores one four one. I'll they're, say they're, this: they're good enough to defend. But they aren't going to come up against two teams that work as hard on and off the ball as Southampton and Leeds this season. I mean, I've just seen a stat that shocked me, and um, Southampton have had thirty-two clearances in that game. Yeah. To Villa's three. Well, that's what they do, isn't it? Yeah. Really. I yeah, mean, they get Vestergaard well, and Bedford. Yeah. Exit at the back, I think. I think it's just Hassan who dulls. That's just his management view, though. Like, I, I like that the, they clear the ball so much because they do play out from the back as well. Yeah. But it's it's not the... I, who was it? Burnley trying to play out from the back. West Brom mm. trying to play out from the back a few weeks ago. Yeah. And they're not just aimlessly trying to pass it. Yeah. They, they, they do understand that they've got two good runners up front in Danny Ings and Che Adams that they will chase the ball. Yeah. For me, it's just how Southampton leads play. It's just... It just didn't suit how Villa play at all. Because Villa like to kind of sit back and counter-attack. Leeds and the Southampton, they get it, yeah, they press high. 
And then when teams are pressing high against you, you're going to make mistakes and you're not going to counter-attack as effectively, are you? Yeah. So I, I just think the playing styles of Leeds and Southampton were like, they won them. That's why they won the game. I mean, That's- I have to say, though, Southampton have, have actually been brilliant, to be fair, yeah, so yeah. far. I mean, Danny Ings, I mean, his, his career has just revived. What a goal going, Yeah, I know. Going, going to Southampton, it's sort of like he's reborn again. Um yeah, like you said, Liam, what a goal. No, <laughs> I mean, of course, James Will Price turns into David Beckham and Innsbruck. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I, I think that's a bit unfair saying, of course, this is against Villa, because he, he scored, what, an excellent free kick last season against United at Old Trafford? Yeah, that's free true. Kick. That was a beauty yeah. as well. Excellent yeah. free kick against Tottenham He's a, last season. He's a very good player. Yeah. yeah. It's just that, I think, in the past year, oh, he's 26. Mm-hmm. And I think with uh, some people still see him as a young player, actually. But he just needs to be consistently performing. Yeah, because yeah. He, he on his day he is a very very good midfielder. Do you think he could be in the England squad? Oh yeah, definitely. But he's he, already made a few yeah, starts. Yeah, he, he, he is. He's getting into the England squad, but I think he, yeah. I think he is maybe what we can have in midfield starting. If we're going to go with a three in midfield, I think if for England yeah. you need a six and eight and a ten, don't you? I think James Ward Prowse can be that eight. So what would your three be then? Rice, Rice, Ward Prowse, Grealish, or Henderson, Ward Prowse, Grealish. I I'd, I'd have yeah. Henderson in there. He's got to be. He's a leader. Yeah. Lost, to be fair. Henderson, more prize greatest. Well, we'll find out, won't we? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the final, okay, the final, uh, final match that we previewed: uh, Leeds against Leicester. Leicester. What a game! Handing out a bit of a reality check, you might say, to Leeds, four-one. <laughs> um, I'm going to be honest. I was just happy to see Maurizio Pochettino on Monday Night Football. He's not going <laughs> to wow. That was not wow, That was amazing. I love him. Not yeah. fun of his beard, I'll be honest. Yeah. He said he's not going to cut his hair or shave until he gets a job. Great hair, though. <laughs> great hair, though. Isn't well, it? if United lose in the week, yeah, I've seen the shave on Friday. I've seen it on Twitter. Everybody's calling for Poch now. He's Loving like, the trim. I think he's going to go Barca. Well, he Barca? said that his football holidays. Ooh, he said his, his holidays over now. He wants to go back into management. Well, like, can we just Southgate tomorrow and hire Pochettino for England? <laughs> nah, because yeah. uh, I'm pretty sure Beckham's still part of the England setup somehow, isn't he? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> He's got his finger in every pie, hasn't he? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But as for the game itself, um, yeah, Leicester just keep on going, don't they? They do. Yeah. Yeah. them away, well, didn't they? We all think Leicester are good enough for top four. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, I, I, I said last week if Leicester can get on the counter attack against Leeds, who do push up quite for, who push up. Yeah, they'll be fine. They've got Vardy. They've got Chengus Under, who's very quick as well. Yeah, I think he's a great signing. Another assist yesterday. Uh, Leicester did have enough. Yeah. I'm loving that Harvey Barnes Jamie Vardy partnership up top as well. I mean, they work very well together. Who really impressed yeah. me and he has done since he signed for him is James Madison. His touch mm. from that for that I think it was yeah. the third goal Vardy Vardy second. Yeah, what a touch! Oh, I, that's one of the best touches I've ever seen. He brought the ball down so smoothly, just popped off to under like he does it every week. I have to say, though, for all Leicester's brilliant play, Leeds were awful in the first half. Yeah. I mean, the de- defensively was shot. I mean, I think it was uh, Cock gives the ball like to Jamie Vardy, who finds <laughs> Harvey Barnes, yeah, makes it 1 0. I mean, you know, d- d- he, he literally like, did. He, 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 he literally did though. cock it up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we say about, like, I remember we talked about it last week. I can't remember if he's on the podcast or not. When we said that strikers like Ronaldo and Messi, they're so unselfish in front of goal. Vardy passed into Barnes. He could have scored. Like, that yeah. just shows how good Jamie Vardy that. is. They're all on the same wavelength, aren't they? They're brilliant. They're one of the yeah. best teams to watch counter-attack. If, if, we, if we bring you, can we bring you back to James Madison for a second? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, 
I actually don't think the way Leicester play suits them. I think it'd be much more suited to a team like Spurs. Now, I'm not saying he should move, but the way Leicester plays going to be more counter-attack based this season. Don't you think Jane, he's good on the counter, though? I think he is, but I think... Is he quick enough? Yeah, I, th- yeah, I, I, think, I, he is. I, I think he's... I think yeah, James Madison's going to be more suited to a team that play possession football. Mm. Can he play that sort of possession football with Leicester this season? I mean, it's working for him. Since he come from Norwich, he's been absolutely amazing. No, but for me, if he goes to teams, say, just Man United, Tottenham, for example, that would have more of the ball, can he be even more even more effective and even better as a player? I think as at mm. the moment, he works very well in their midfield and did he... Tillemans next to Tillemans oh, he's excellent yeah, yeah Tillemans is amazing and he has been for like I remember scored fo- two last night didn't he yeah football manager he was mm. one of them ones you had to sign when he's at the Andelect yeah. it didn't work out for him 35 million pounds to sign for yeah I know last season Leicester fans were saying he's playing a bit too deep Madison in their midfield there yeah. they should have been playing further forward they've got options though that's the thing like they they have got options though Leicester yeah. and that, and that's what's brilliant you have got Madison on the bench you can come up then you got Danny like, Pratt who was very good last night exactly yeah and exactly the, the one got... thing I've noticed about Leicester as well if they need a goal they somehow get it like nine times out of ten it's Jamie Vardy yeah but then it's Madison one minute it's under right. the next like they always manage to find that goal when well, Vardy was yeah. out last season Ian Atchus grabbed a few goals exactly mm. I mean he he's yeah. still he's I'm not saying he's yeah. help he's not a good striker. But he, he can grab a goal and play that system very well. Yeah. I remember when it was um, Ian Acho played for City and it was who's better, Ian Acho or Rashford? <laughs> <laughs> oh, to be fair, I, re- I remember when it used to be uh, who's Sterling, who's better, Sterling or Yanazai? So, <laughs> yeah. Sterling so, and oh. Jordan Ive. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, Sterling and so, so I think taking a victory against Ian Acho when you've got to <laughs> take the loss for Yanazai. I've, um, I've got a friend and he's a, he's a little fan, massive little fan. And I remember when they sold Sterling to City, he turned to me and went, it's okay, we've got Jordan Ive. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair though, Leicester, watching Leicester last night though, I, I briefly forgot that they sold Maguire for 80 million and yeah. Chilwell for 50 million. And then so and then, and Evans, Evans both went back. Yeah, but the thing yeah. is, though, you watch them yeah. and it's like, oh, like, they didn't even need them anyway. If, if, if anything, they're actually... Uh, like, Pereira was also injured. Oh, they, well, exactly. They're, they're yeah. arguably, especially centre-backs... Are arguably doing better without Maguire. Like I, I, look, I, I just, I just yeah. think it's a brilliant bit of business from Leicester, really. If you uh, look at their, sorry to interrupt, but if you look at their uh, defensive line last night, Castagna is the only one that gets into their like best eleven, mm. or the all the rest are injured. Mm. What, what I would say about Leicester is um, selling Maguire for eighty million, and then signing Wesley Fofana was an incredible bit of business again by Leicester, and Leicester just seemed to find like. They sold Mares, and they've somehow replaced him with somebody who's not quite on his level, but the team are better now. Does that does that make sense? Yeah. Even yeah, just quickly on Leeds before we wrap up these pre- uh, reviews. Sorry, uh, do we expect too much of them in terms of the way they started the season and the reputation that they had coming up? And now, whenever they lose, it kind of feels like it's disappointing. When in reality, they're not going to be judged with matches against teams like Leicester. Do you think that the media have hyped them up? I think they, I, 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 they, they yeah. played well in the second half last night. They came out in the second half and played really well, I feel. Well, the, me- the media has hyped them up, but let's just remember their first two games, they conceded four and three. Like, yeah. They, yeah. they know they have a weakness in defence. Yeah. Yeah. Again, Pat Bamford could have scored a hat-trick last night, mm. but mm-hmm. he's, he's, his finishing is, is hot and cold. But then I think that's, yeah. again, not to keep on about them, but I feel like it was the, the header from Bamford and Leicester got the other end and scored. That's just what Leicester yeah. do. Yeah. 
Like that's Leicester's bread and butter. But but any Premier League striker that header is bread and butter. If you don't if you don't score that, you shouldn't be a Premier League striker. I mean, we said last week Leeds will be mid table this season. Yeah. they won't do anything special. No, no, mid table. I think we just hyped it up. The media just hyped it up because it's Leeds. They and used Bielsa. to be very good. And Bielsa, Bielsa, yeah. yeah. Like, did you? See, I seen a uh, picture on Twitter of Bielsa in the tunnel, uh, on his hands and knees. Not on his hands and knees, but like crouched down, crying because he was disappointed yeah. he had it wrong. Mm. But that happens. That's the Premier League. Like we say that anyone can beat anyone. Let's be a bit. Stuart Dallas uh, got his first Premier League goal last night as well. Yeah, I like that. I feel like I, really I, like, I like fair yeah. play to him. Like you know, I mean, like it's pretty good goal as well. To be fair, he's in my FPL. Yeah, yeah. and then um, Pablo Hernandez hitting the crossbar as well in the second half. Yeah. I mean, so they, they they did play well in the second half. I'll give him that. I like Helder Costa too. He's a good player. Yeah, he's a good player. Well, he was at Wolves, didn't quite fit in there as much, but gone to Leeds and kind of revitalised. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's just yeah. Bielsa again. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah well. That wraps up all the matches. Uh, nicely done, fellas. Um, we're now going to switch it up. We're going to switch it up to the women's game. I bet you were surprised to hear that, weren't you? Well, I hope you guys weren't because we need to talk about it. <laughs> but for the viewers, you know, we we see the women's game. You know, we see the growth and uh, the the potential. Uh, so, yeah, we thought we'd, we'd uh, talk about the women's FA Cup final that happened. Uh, Man City women beating Everton 3-1 at Wembley. Uh, it's a bit of a bit of a confusing one because obviously that that was last season's FA Cup that they were wrapping up. So yeah, but uh, I believe it was the fiftieth one, wasn't it? The women's FA Cup. Yeah. I mean, I think we can certainly yeah. say it's 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 come a long way since the the first, tenth, twenty fifth, and all that. It's just it's it, it's it's growing, isn't it? Yeah, it's really football. good, isn't it? Yes, yeah, it's, it's 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 great to see, really. Um, you know, it's what football's all about, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, it's the same game, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and um, the brilliant the W WSL itself. Like we've seen Rose Laval, like what a player. Yeah, like she's come over from America to play in England. Yeah, yeah. a lot of the players. Are, I mean, Lyon are one of the best teams. Yeah, I think the best team in Europe or the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're taking yeah. a lot of the, the WSL is taking a lot of players from the best teams around Europe. Yeah. Uh, Man City, Man United as well. Yeah, it's certainly yeah, growing, isn't it? I think Man United yeah. also bringing in a women's team was like three years ago now. Mm. It's yeah. big for the sport. You've got one of the biggest institutes in football and now they only just make a women's team. Yeah. It, it yeah. annoyed me because I, I almost felt, not a shame, but like a little bit embarrassed that United took so long to get a women's team mm. when like Arsenal, mm. Arsenal's women's team and Chelsea's were absolutely dominating the WSL. Yeah. And it took United so long. I know saying about mm. the actual match, but I think one of the biggest things as well with the women's football was it used to be played during the summer and then in the 16-17 season I think they changed up to run alongside with the men's season they had mm-hmm. uh, a summer series uh, sorry a spring series where there was no rights for broadcasting and uh, whoever was at the game could just broadcast it live stream onto onto website and that, that brought in a lot more viewers as well Yeah. Definitely. so they got a lot more eyes on it now because they're alongside the men and a Bristol City fan the women play at Bristol City uh, play at Ashton Gate I'm pretty sure um, other teams have uh, women. better women's play at Warsaw. Well, the finals at Wembley, yeah. Wembley Stadium, the FA Cup finals at Wembley. It's, it's, now, day, it's, so. it's now at Wembley where yeah. it used to not be. It's, it's a growing sport, it's a lot of potential. Yeah, definitely. If you can get more sponsors into it, I think it's obviously not going to be like the men's. Well, you've obviously got to be on BT now, haven't you? You've got so much on well, BT. My, um, my friend was saying to me yesterday, I'm not going to say his name, but. Um, he was saying the quality's not the same as the men, but do you really expect it to be? Not no, not, not this right. I mean, just men physically, like this is 
factual. Like they're going to be taller than women, and they're going to be able to run quicker than women because because they're taller. But That's I, just a fact. I remember watching the World Cup, the Women's World Cup, and I was I was really impressed by it. I actually well, enjoyed it. Th- the way that I saw it, when I tried to explain it to someone before, was the men's game went professional in the 1890s, was it? Yeah. The Women's yeah. Super League became professional in 2001. Exactly. So you've got over a hundred yeah. years. Oh yeah. Not to, you're not going to make up a hundred years. In hundred years' time, it's not going to be where it is now. But in that, that's a massive gap to fill, to have the same amount of skill. It's a lot slower, but is that necessarily a bad thing? Like well, it's, it's more bad. tactical. It's more technical. I think man, going going back to the uh, the FA Cup though, the other day, the FA Cup final. Um, man City have won that three times now, the FA Cup, um, and. Uh, they only turned professional in the build-up to the 2014 summer season. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's pretty good, really. Oh, they've pumped you a lot know, of money into yeah, it. Yeah, uh, yeah but, but, but that's great to see, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? That it's, it's not just the men's team that have no. been successful. It's the women's team as well. I mean, they've their, their third FA Cup trophy adds to three League Cups and the 2016 uh, League Champions Cup as well. Like, so, they've, they've done really well. I'm, I'm not too knowledgeable about this, but I know that they obviously women's football only went fully professional uh, what, ten years ago. I think the majority of the teams in the league. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, uh, Bristol City women's they still get players from the college academy that they used to play at to play for them. Yeah. So they're still getting seventeen, eighteen year olds turning up for the season mm. and playing for them, not as professional footballers. Yeah. No, it's good that. So as long as everyone, as long as they can get full professionals, yeah, I think, I th- I th- that'll be a massive. Progress. I know in America yeah, the women's game is almost seen as more important than the men- men's game. Yeah. In a yeah. Way. So, yeah. yeah, no, it's good. It's good growth. Yeah, you just gonna. I, I think you just hope that it doesn't get left behind with the current situation. All that with obviously funds. Mm. We hear about the England men's futsal team and all that being the funds being cut. You just hope that for the women's game, you're right. You just hope that it doesn't get left behind or like stutters because of the current situation. But yeah, yeah, it's 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 good to see, and it's certainly not the last time we'll talk about the women's game, that's for sure. Um, but no, I thought I thought we might as well deviate into into other sports. Have a few things written down here. I know uh, Rowan, you like your boxing. Yeah, uh, Saturday night, <laughs> Alexander. Oop. Uzik, Uzik, yeah. Uzik, is that how you pronounce it? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Defeating Derek Chisora. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I didn't, I didn't watch it, but I heard it was a bit of a, it was, it was a bit of a mauling, was it? Yeah. Chisora. I mean, it was there, there was loads of hype, rightly so, going in uh, to this uh, to this fight, um, especially the with it being on Halloween as well. It was all sort of, you know, that that it's sort of feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Derek Chisora turned up. Uh, <laughs> What what did he have like face paint on yeah. or something yeah. like? So, yeah, um, but but with the fight, I mean, Usyk just showed. You know, he's an Olympic champion, um, and he just showed his quality. Do you think I Usyk know. could be a big threat to um, Anthony Joshua? Uh, yeah, I do. To be fair, really? I mean, I think yeah, I do. I mean, I, I don't see why not. I mean, Anthony Joshua lost to Andy Ruiz. I mean, I feel like so. You, why not Usyk? I mean, yeah. I feel like in the in the heavyweight boxing world. Uh, AJ and now Fury, I feel like they're they're almost like that. Not at the same level athletically. Don't get me wrong, but you know, in football where there's like your Neymar's, your Messi's, mm. uh, your Neymar's, your Mbappe's, then there's Messi, and Ronaldo. Yeah, like that upper tier. Mm. I feel like AJ and Fury are, and maybe Wilder are at that level. Yeah, and then you've got your Chisora are like the level below. I don't think they'll ever reach the same levels. Yeah, as I AJ. agree. I've known yeah. boxing notes 
because like, one punch in boxing changes everything. Yeah. So like it's not you can't really compare it to football in a in a way. Yeah, but I mean like the heaviest hitter in the boxing world, Deontay Wilder, couldn't knock out Tyson Fury. Like mm. there's just some people who are just they like being hit. They can. It's because he's it. It, like like you said. It's because he's a heavy hitter though. Whereas Tyson Fury is a boxer. That's like yeah, he, yeah. He, his his technique is just like world class compared to Wilder. Like you said, he he, he just swings yeah. punches. He he doesn't. He's not like, um, he's not great to watch technically. No, but he has that one hit that he, he hits you. You're going down. Yeah, you know, Usyk very much wants a title shot now, didn't he? Yeah, I think Usyk. Yeah. Usyk performed very well. I think he's, he deserves one as well. I know it yeah. kind of upsets the Fury AJ fight that everyone in the UK wants. Yeah, I mean um, he deserves one. While mm. we're on while we're on the subject of boxing, I think we can all say yeah that we wish Pavek and a speedy recovery. After yeah, his positive COVID test. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, I mean I didn't actually sure know that. Know. To be honest, is that just recent? That was literally breaking news this morning. Yeah, mm. yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully he gets better. Well, what other fights should we be looking forward to then, uh, in the future? I think I think isn't Fury fighting December? Yeah, yeah. So I, that, so, yeah. I mean, one. yeah, and then next year, um, and then you got Mike Tyson kind of semi coming yeah, out. Yeah, there's an exhibition. That's, yeah, oh, that's gonna be incredible. Yeah. To watch. <laughs> yeah. Isn't, yeah. That, isn't that just like the Floyd Mayweather uh, UFC guy? Oh, uh, oh, uh, Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor. Uh, how yeah. old is Mike Tyson? He's probably. <laughs> yeah, he's oh, yeah, isn't he? Yeah. He's in, he's in good shape, though, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, have we seen the video of him punching a bag? Yeah, but it's not, it's not a proper <laughs> yeah. fight, though, is it? It's not. No, yeah, it's an exhibition. He's still, he's an still exhibition. absolutely flying with the punches, though. Like, he's still got it. Yeah, yeah, but, but you, you see, like, the friendly matches in football, you see, like, Oliver Beerhoff still good enough. <laughs> to it's not like yeah. he's going to be up against, like, a current boxer that's going out at full time no, no exactly yeah. so yeah, yeah, yeah. what do you think then guys if it was Fury versus AJ uh, Tyson versus AJ like Mike Tyson or Tyson Fury Mike Tyson AJ no if you're not about Mike Tyson in prime no no oh no like right now right now AJ AJ it would be unfair yeah yeah it would be we're talking about Mike Tyson say 15-20 years ago it's obviously different yeah but yeah, I mean, it, it's it, it's certainly one to keep an eye on, though, isn't but it? I, I, I do want to see the AJ Fury fight. Just hurry up. Oh, please. Yeah, I know. It seems to be taking time. ages, doesn't it? it? Yeah. I don't know. Me... Obviously, emotionally, we want it, but I think Usyk does deserve a chance before that fight Yeah, happens. I mean, after after yes, after the other day's performance, Usyk... Um, yeah, I'd yeah, love definitely. to see Usyk versus um, Tyson. I just want yeah. somebody, please, for the love of God, unite all the belts. It's doing my head now. <laughs> Someone just take them. Yeah. I yeah. think um, Tyson will be the guy to, to do that. Tyson Fury? Yeah. Mm. Well, yeah. we shall see. I love Tyson Fury. So technically gifted as a boxer. Yeah, he's class. We'll we shall play. see. Well, one thing that I, want, I definitely wanted to talk about, uh, I love my cricket. You know, I, I love mm. a bit of cricket. Yeah. Um, and Matt, I can see... I can tell. Yeah, you know, you're, you're looking at the the score from the IPL game right now. Uh, the Indian Premier League. I mean, that's been a lot of fun, hasn't it? Oh yeah. That, I mean, that has been a great tournament, hasn't it? Yeah. It obviously, got moved to later in the year. Moved to Abu Dhabi as well yeah. because of the COVID. But it, it, it's been surprising, uh, especially Rajasthan finishing bottom of the league. But it's with at the moment. It's the last game in the group stages. 
Yeah. Um, Hyderabad versus Mumbai. Hyderabad need to win to go through to the last four. Um, they're doing well at the moment, but because that that's like the the biggest one, isn't it? Like the biggest uh, T Twenty franchise. You know, when you know you had the big bash in Australia and the Vitality Blast in England. Yeah, it's, it's but, the biggest one. Yeah, this is the it's the one that has the most money yeah. to bring in all the international players. So that's the one that all cricket fans look forward to, uh, isn't it? As kind of like someone who's interested in cricket, but not kind of to the extent of you guys, kind of can you explain like the format and kind of the players involved? So, mm. IPL eight eight teams in the league. Uh, each team plays each other twice. So if you end up with 14 games. Uh, the top two from the group stages go to a semi-final qualifier. Whoever wins that game goes straight to the final. And then third and fourth play each other. The winner of that plays against the loser of the first match. And that's the second semi-final. And then it goes to a final. Okay. You understand? Mm. And so it's obviously 11 players in the team. You can have four, uh, four foreign players that aren't mm. Indian. And it's just amazing. All the best players from around the world go play. So, for example, some of the players are... So, uh, Rajasthan have got uh, Steve Smith, Joss Butler, Ben Stokes, mm-hmm. Joffrey Archer, so uh, Tom Curran, AJ Ty. Mm-hmm. Quality players, really. Yeah. And, and they finish bottom. No, no. It's crazy, <laughs> isn't Brilliant. it? <laughs> Mad. Uh, especially, I mean, at the moment, uh, first versus second is going to be excellent because it's pretty much South Africa against each other. Uh, Mumbai, they've got uh, Quentin de Cox, their top run scorer this season. He's... Mm-hmm. Uh, opener for South Africa in yeah. T20s and ODIs. When Delhi Capitals, they've got uh, South Africa's premier pace bowlers in Rabada and Nokia. So it's basically mm. your Champions League of cricket, effectively. Um, or? Kind of, it's just the best team. Yeah, it, it's it's the most expensive one to get into. Yeah, yeah, certainly the ones the one that all cricket fans look forward to. That's for sure. Mm. Um, what else has anyone got? Any other sports that they saw over the weekend that yeah. they want to? Formula One, um, Hamilton won again. Yeah. Formula One was a joke. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, so, what, I'm sorry. Why was it a joke then, Matt? Uh, Go on. Right, I, Explain. Ha- well, talk M- to M- us. Mercedes won their seventh consecutive championship. <laughs> That's all right. I don't mind that. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, Hamilton deserved the win. But mm-hmm. just the luck. You make your People say you make your own luck. Yeah. yeah. But the, what, he's, he's on his third. He's on plan C for the race. Yeah. Basically, yeah. he's he's in the pits ten minutes, t- ten laps later, and the set the exact time he's in the pits, the, a, a virtual safety car comes out, slows everyone down, yeah. and, he, and he remains and he yeah. five six seconds ahead of uh, Bottas and Verstappen, who, mm. if it wasn't a VSC, would have been at least half a second behind. But again, to yeah. play devil's advocate, though, if you look a few weeks ago, Hamilton has a few penalties. He he doesn't win the race because of that. Like, what goes around comes around, pretty much. It, 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 I mean, you, you don't you don't win six titles and it'll be a seventh in the next week in Turkey without without being a very good driver. Yeah. But also just the unlock that Bottas has had in the past few years, like yeah, he's winning the well. winning the race and you find out how big part of the Ferrari wing stuck under his floor. Yeah, yeah. That slows him down. Right. How unlucky has Verstappen been this season? Verstappen's well. retired from all three races in yeah. in uh, Italy this season. Yes. Verstappen, I, I I do like Verstappen though. I think he's got. He's, um, he's, he's a future world champion. I think. Sure. Oh, definitely. Personally, yeah, I think he's the best driver on the grid. Yeah. Yeah. If if you because you can see what Alex Albon's done in the Red Bull as well. He's half half a second off every qualifying to Verstappen. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I will say, uh, Pierre Gasly, what a man! <laughs> he, he, he did retire, but driver of the season. 
Alpha have been excellent. Like, what since happened changing. with George Russell as well? Oh, George Russell, running tenth, about to get his first point in Formula One, yeah. mm. and then during the safety car spins out, oh. Sp- spins out when he's uh, he's just trying to warm up the tires like yeah. in every race, hits the throttle too hard, flies into the barrier. So unlucky. Yeah. But, Thankfully, thankfully he's okay though. Thankfully he's okay. I'm, yeah. I, oh, emotionally, hopefully he is because yeah, of you course. Su- you yeah. can see the images. He yeah. was just slumped yeah. on the side of the track, just looking dejected. I saw Hamilton yeah. commented on his Instagram as well. So it's yeah. quite nice to see. Yeah, there's a lot of respect there, which is nice. I mean, I know we're talking about F1, but to bring it back to football, I want to talk about something potentially controversial if we got time. Yes, yeah, sir. Sure. Um, yeah, yeah. What do you guys think about the Ryan Giggs situation that's going on? Oh, that's breaking news, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it was like, in the last. Few hours, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, a few hours. Not ago. enough. We'll have to say there's no evidence of it so far, so like we can't say that it's confirmed. Or it's, anything. Got, it's got to be mm. meat though. It's yeah. got to be meat to the story because obviously he's, he's, he's um he's been charged. No smoke with, without fire. Yeah, he's yeah. been charged with actual bodily harm, which is that's, that's like that's the biggest offence you can have assault wise. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. He's missing the next month of Wales fixtures. Mm. Yeah, well, it'd be interesting to see who's going to take over. Is well, that previous like, with it? I don't know. Like the sleeping with his. Our, um brother's wife, was it? Yeah, allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, allegedly. G word. Allegedly, yeah. He has been in the news before. But, yeah. but, I mean, do you think he should be sacked? If it's true, then, yeah. yeah. Too early if it's true, he yeah. shouldn't have a job in football for a very yeah. long time. Who do you think should be the Wales manager? Craig Bellamy? Uh, I'll, I'll be honest. Interesting. Since Chris Coleman left, they they put in a man that had four matches managerial experience. <laughs> like they, they, they could probably get, I don't know, uh, Who's 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 a good Welsh player from back in the day? Robert Earnshaw, why not? <laughs> <laughs> Robbie <Earnshaw>. Savage. <laughs> yeah, Rob, well, he's at Macclesfield now, isn't he? I think. Do you think that with the thing that's happened with Ryan Giggs, do you think that's his chances of being Sir Alex Ferguson's replacement done? I, I, I don't oh, yeah. I think I don't think his his replacement is done. He's going to have a job again in football because it's Ryan Giggs. Yeah. But no, no. I'll be honest. Without, without extreme, I mean, without extreme cases, whatever any other class of 92 do they're going to have a job in football I mean player. let's be honest if Joey Barton can still get a job there's hope for gigs <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah pretty much <laughs> well, there yeah, you go yeah I think that's a good place to leave it um, I will say one more thing of course Naki Wells <laughs> if you're 3-1 down at home do not Penenka a penalty in this <laughs> that was safe wasn't it well, there we go I'm sure it feels good to get out that off your chest finally Matt um, yeah that wraps it up once again it's a uh, it's flown by that has. Oh, yeah, really, really yeah, enjoyed that, guys. Great, yeah. great guys. My thanks, my thanks to uh, Matt, Liam, Rowan, uh, Jake, and of course Drake in the producing booth. Um, Cheers, Drake. I probably we will get him in it <laughs> one yeah, day. The yeah, he has yeah. a lot to talk about. You know, um, yeah, we'll have to get him in to talk uh, about the uh, the American uh, American sports. Yeah, definitely. We'll get American in. special or something. Yeah, uh, yeah. But as for right now, we'll leave it there. Thank you all very much for listening. We hope to see you next time. And uh, yeah, farewell. Cheers, guys. Cheers, Cheers. guys.